These thoughts have been my head. Things I never did. I took some L's, but I'm still here. Got these thoughts up in my head. I toss and turn about some things I never said. I got regrets about some things I never did. I took some risks and took some L's, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And I know. And I know. And I know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Overthinking Thoughts Pod. I'm your host, Ed, and it's always journey with me as we pursue greatness in a world full of chaos. Welcome back to another episode. Um What a week. What a week. What a week. Uh I hope that your week's going well. I hope that things went well. You know, and whatever it is that you're facing, whatever it is that you're dealing with, let's just be thankful that we made it through. We're here. We can breathe. Try to relax as best as you can, regardless of what the situation is. Let's just be thankful for the fact that we're here now. So enjoying the moments, trying to do our best to enjoy our opportunities, trying to do our best to just be in the moment of life, understanding that so much is happening around us, but yet you're still here. You have a purpose. So something good is coming out of that. So glad that you are here. If you are new, uh, we utilize this podcast as an overthinker, an anxious warrior, a worry person. And what we try to do is take those faults and turn those into strengths so that way we can better ourselves, not be over anxious, not be worried, not overthink things to try to find ways to navigate through this crazy life of ours. Thus pursuing greatness in a world full of chaos so if you're new thank you for joining if you are returning thanks for coming back i hope that you're liking subscribing sharing doing all those things so we could get in this algorithm and get these numbers up a little bit not that that's the end goal but if we could get the word out to people and maybe we start encouraging people maybe you can utilize this as a source of your light and your strength i'm gonna try to do the same on my end but we'll do our best to keep this message going so with that being said, uh, podcasts can be found on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and of course, the visuals can be found on YouTube. All of those are found at the Overthinking Thoughts podcast. Now, if you like the quick hits and a little, you know, little messages here and there, then you can always follow me over on the socials. My Instagram is Overthinking Thoughts Pod. And my TikTok is also Overthinking Thoughts Pod. So feel free to, you know, like, subscribe, add, comment. Try to get to as many comments as I can. I try to respond to as many people as I can. I'm very grateful that you all are joining. So now that the housekeeping items are out of the way, let's get into the episode. And this week, we're going to talk about being grateful. A lot of things happened. A lot of uh, situations came about. But honestly, you know, I think in a grand scheme of things, I still had to be thankful. So here's the first situation. Now, if you've been following with me for a while, you know that I bought a car for my family that I thought was going to help us out. And it was good for a while. But within a year, it's been trouble. I finally get a chance to get it looked at thinking that maybe now that I'm at the dealership, Maybe there's some type of extended warranty. Maybe there's something that they could do where they're like, hey, this is happening. You know, I'm praying for a miracle. You know, like it can't happen if I don't ask. Right. So I know that I can't take my car on the expressway because if I do, it's going to fail. We don't need to take that risk. Sometimes in life you want to take certain risk and you know what the end result was going to be. Don't even put yourself in that situation. So, you know, I get through the city. I'm driving. I got the music on. It feels good to be in the car, but it's also weird because, you know, 
it's probably not safe. <laughs> um, so I finally get to the service shop. Mind you, this is like, I think the appointment was 8 a.m. So I pull up, park it, go in, talk to the guy, let him know, like, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I did. And so then he comes out. He's looking at it. There's, like, two cars in front of me, which is fine. Like, no big deal. I'm still there in the morning. I got time, right? So then he's like, all right, cool. We'll check it out or whatever. So I'm explaining everything, what was going on. He's got my stuff in the system. He felt bad because as he was entering the information, he was putting it for the wrong car. So he was like, I got to do it all over. I'm so sorry. I was like, man, like you helping me. So car's there. He's got my key. I go to the little waiting room to sit down. I got a little bit of work to do. I'm like, all right, cool. I got time. I can wait. Now, I've been warned that when it comes to engine diagnostics that I probably shouldn't stay because it could take forever. However, I ain't got nowhere else to go. So I'm I'm learning how to stay patient. And so then, probably like two minutes later, I'm sitting there. Um, I done made small talk with a couple people in there because that's just what I do. And he comes in and he goes, have you ever had issues with your car battery? I know. Like, only had it for a year. You know, like haven't had that issue. He's like, yeah, your battery is completely dead. And maybe that's the reason why your car is acting the way it's acting. So on one hand, I'm like, nah, that can't be it. But on the other hand, I'm like, maybe this is what I was looking for. What I wasn't expecting was the $250 charge that came with the new battery, which how am I going to get home, right? Like, even if they fix everything, how am I going to get home? So I'm like, fine, I got to spend this money. And now I'm frustrated because the little bit of money I had to pay the extra, like the bills that I know I had coming out of my account is now gone. So now I'm like, okay, now I got to scramble and figure out how I'm going to get from point A to point B, even though my bank account is not in a good spot. So I'm like, okay, I got to figure some stuff out. So then it's like, I'm thinking they're just going to put the battery in to tell me to go, which at that point I was just like, if that's what they do, I'll just go home, try to come up with a game plan. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Hour passes, nothing. Two hours pass, nothing. The third hour comes. Finally, the guy comes out and was like, I want to show you like what's going on. So he tells me that he tested it. Like they put the battery in, test drove it, rolled around. Turns out everything that I said that was wrong with the car is wrong. So now I'm just like, yo, what do I like? What do I do? Like, how do I? How do I navigate this? He's like, well, you could fix this problem. And that problem was going to be about, oh, I don't know, four to $5,000. I ain't even had a 250. So how am I going to flip the 5,000? Plus, here's the other situation. The other situation is that even if I do get this fixed, I know that there's an engine issue. The problem is they can't go in and fix the engine because there's no engine diagnostic because the light's not coming on and because the light's not coming on. Although that is the cause of the problem, there's no way they can see it. So long story short, I end up going home with a new battery and I'm like stressed. So I call the one person I know that can help me stay focused on the task. So that's my mom, spiritual lover to death. She always puts things into focus. So I'm telling her what's going on. I'm telling her my struggle. So, of course, she she sends up prayers. But then she also, you know, she ain't want her baby boy out here struggling. So she was like, here, take some money. When you get it, pay me back. I ain't even in a rush. I just don't want you to struggle. And then we had this moment where it was like, you know, I'm in the car right now driving home. And I got there. It died at 
at the shop. Now, what will happen if I'm driving halfway there? I'm halfway in a trip. Car dies, and now I'm just on the side of the road in the middle, stranded. And I could have been in any situation. I could have been in any type of, like, it, it could have been bad. I could have stopped in the middle of the road, caused an accident. I could have, you know, spun out of control and been in my own accident by myself. Like, anything could have happened, and yet it was meant for me to be able to get there and back even though the the initial car issue is not fixed i still was able to get there safe my brother-in-law has been forever grateful to take me to work i've been able to like get from point a to point b i'm still able to take care of my kids when i need to we got one car that does work so it's like all these things that i could be stressed out about because i just want to get it done i was frustrated i'm like tired i'm angry i'm i got all these different emotions because as you know and this is what happens when you start looking at society in the world. Like I'm thinking I'm the man of the house and I ain't even got a car that works. And now I got to figure out how am I supposed to provide for two kids and a wife. And I can't even get from point A to point B. I'm stressed out. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I got all these things going on. And yet, and still, I said, you know, it could have been a lot worse. The fact that I was even able to get it looked at to still get back home and be safe is the most important thing for my kids and my wife, because if I'm not safe, I can't provide. If I'm not present, I can't provide. Since I'm here, I can still work with what I have. And it's all about being grateful about the situation that you're in. Situation's not always gonna go the way you want them to go. Certain things aren't always gonna lay out the way that you had it planned. And sometimes the plan A, B, C, whatever the case may be, might not work in your favor. But if you still are in the right state of mind to be able to step back and look at how crazy the conflict may be, there's always room to find a resolution. And in those moments, we should be grateful for the fact that we have that. It may not be the end all that knows all or the, the, the thing that we thought we were gonna have, but it might be the best thing for us at that moment in time. So we have to be grateful for those moments. We have to be thankful for the fact that I could have been stranded, but I wasn't. I could have been in an accident, but I wasn't. I could have stalled out and been in a situation where there was no way for me to even get my car there, but I got there. So for that, I'm grateful. And those are the moments that I think sometimes we take for granted. We do a really good job of focusing on the world and the conflicts of what they tell us that we should have and where we should go and how we should act and what we should eat and what we should drive and so on and so on and so on and so on. But yet it never tells you about being in the moment and being grateful for what you have in that moment. We we so fixated on what the next person has, or what the next family has or what the next thing looks like that we don't even take time to appreciate the thing that's in front of us. And that, that can really put us in a bad spot. It goes back to when I was talking about celebrating the small victories. Like you keep accomplishing all these things, but you never take the time to truly see who you are. And like, what are we doing? Like, why are we in that position? Why are you just so in a rush to accomplish, 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 and never take the time to, to be grateful for it? And what you in a rush for anyway? Like you, you might miss something in that moment if you're trying to rush past. Goes back to if you rush in the process, you're gonna disrupt your journey. You don't want to disrupt your journey and miss out on what you needed in order to truly be successful. Because then what happens is when you rush, what happens? You got to turn back around and go back and get the thing that you needed. It's like rushing out of the house, you running late, and you realize you left something that's important. Now you got to turn all the way back around. Meanwhile, if you would have just took your time. And even been thankful for the fact that, like, even though I'm running late, I'm I'm able to recognize it, but I'm still functioning enough to be able to get from point A to point B. Like, 
Let me take my time on this. I know I'm going to be late. All right, I got it. Sometimes I can't control that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't control what's going to be out there, but I can control my emotion. I can control my feelings. I can control how I handle this situation. And I think for me to be able to handle that situation was a good thing. Although it wasn't a great, like, it's not ideal. It's not what I wanted. And, like, the other thing, too, was, like, I know what I was praying for. And although I didn't get it in that moment, the one thing that I do recognize is that although what I prayed for didn't happen, I still got my prayer answered because I was still able to be safe because the ultimate goal is being present for my kids and for my wife. That's my top priority. However it's got to happen, I got to be there. God still found a way. So I have to be grateful for that. It's not ideal. You know, it's not, I think we face many different things. That's why, like, when I thought about, not necessarily like a tagline, but I just came up with pursuing greatness in a world full of chaos. Like, the greatness isn't like a selfish thing, right? It's not a, it's not a, I got to be better than everybody else. It's more so, how can you be great for your situation? Like, how can you be good for yourself, good for the people around you, good as a leader, good as a, you know, as a family man or woman or whatever the case may be, right? So it was like, for me, the pursuing greatness is being there for my kids, being present for my wife, being able to take care of her when she needs it, being able to take care of my kids when they need it, being able to get them to where they need to go to be the father that they need to be the husband that she need, right? Those are the things that are great to me. Not materials, not, you know, not not these like valuable things that lose interest once you get them. My family is one of the most important things in my life. I have to invest in that because that is one of the most valuable things that I have outside of my faith in Christ, my family that I have, and in my family that raises me, right? If I start putting monetary value or if I start putting you know, material things on that, I lose sight and hope and focus on what it is that I really wanted to accomplish. And then I dilute everything that was a blessing for me. I can't do that. So that's that's the greatness I strive for, is to be a better person in my faith life and in how I pursue that to them. So it, it's, it's never easy. It's always, every day is a challenge. You know, when you got a teenage son, you're going to have some conflicts, man, because they see things different than how you see them. And like you, I've been in that position, so I know what he's thinking, but he doesn't know that I know that because he's got to figure it out for himself. And that's one of the hardest things because I'm like, I want to be there to protect you from all this, but I also know that I can't like, I can't take you away from that. Like I, I have to let you experience things in order for you to grow into what it is that you're supposed to be difficult but you know it's a process and i'm learning on it and i got to be grateful for that too for the simple fact that i can look at a situation learn from it and then come back and try to adjust and that's key so you know not all was lost in that week though like it was a frustrating it was a frustrating day but then later on that week i get a chance to do something that was really amazing um i got a chance to take my son to his first concert now we big in christian hip-hop uh there's so many i can name like jay monty caleb gordon alex gene uh aaron cole uh no big deal uh i don't know there's so many kb 
Um, like there's there's a lot of different people. We went to see Hovey and Lecrae. Hovey's like one of our top artists. Lecrae's been around forever. And he was excited because he really loves Hovey. He doesn't really know much about Lecrae, but he was like, I still want to go. And so the excitement on his face to when Hovey first comes out and he's like, Dad, look, 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 look. And it's like, man, I get to create this memory with him. Which then he flipped it the next day because he was trying to play 2K and I had all this stuff I was trying to do, like the podcast and stuff. So I'm like, I, I'm not in the mental state to play the game, but I'll at least watch it. And he says, what happened to create memories and all that? I said, oh, okay. So I know he's listening, which is great. In the same breath, I'm like, bro, I got like, I got things I have to do. There's certain things that happen, but we'll, we'll get it. I, I, he be tearing me up at 2K. But he always picked them super teams. So it's like, how am I supposed to play with, like, I don't know. I got the Cavs because, you know, if you know, you know. Ace picking, like, the 80s or the 90s All-Stars. Like, how am I supposed to beat them? How? How? That's neither here nor there. That's that's nothing. Let's let's get back to back to the topic. Um, but you know, he got his tour shirt. We got him a uh You're So Beautiful t shirt from Hovey and and he was just having a great time, man. And like the joy on his face. When he's like, I know these songs and he's performing these songs and I get to see this guy in person. It's like, man, I, I, I strive for those moments. Those are the things like when I was younger, like that's what I prayed for. Like I wanted to be a family man. I could go do those things. You know, I support my kid like he loves basketball. I'm there. He plays soccer. I'm there. He's playing football. I'm there. But these moments, like these moments where he experiences things for the first time and I'm there to watch it happen is Man, I can't even explain that feeling. And that's like being grateful in the moment. Like you have enough craziness that is going on in this world that doesn't even relate to you. And then you've got your own stuff that you're trying to figure out. At some point, though, you have to step back from all of that and look at your life and ask yourself, is there something here that in the midst of chaos I can still be thankful for? My eyes are open. I'm breathing. My house is still here. I'm able to make food. And if I ain't got food, I can go out and get food. I got a couple dollars. I ain't got a lot, but I got enough to provide. Like, be grateful for those moments. Because some people don't have them. And yet, there's some people who have less than you, but are more grateful for what they do have. And what does that say about you and your character? And what does it say about what you value? Those are things you have to analyze as you navigate your life. So it's like, that that concert was bigger than just going to see two artists that i know it was i'm gonna see like i was just in a moment now, I, I ain't gonna lie i was turned up because there's a couple songs in there i i forget like it was a family of four next to us it was mom and her daughters now, i was like i don't even know who over here but we 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 out here but then to see my son like mouth the words and be happy and he's like i know this song i love this song and it was cool and then like he got back he was talking about how great it was and he crashed in, in the car he was so tired which then brings me to this point now getting there and getting back was interesting because there was a semi that turned over on one of the routes that we had to go and then on the way back there was a i don't even know what happened but there was a three like a pretty big accident they had the fire truck cutting off all three lanes they had police and all that and so our gps rerouted us and then once i got back on the expressway 
to see it, I was just like, whoa. Now, of course, we pray for those people that were involved in these accidents and that were involved in these situations because you never want to be in that. You never want to be, you never think that you're going to be in those situations, right? Like, we expect to get in our car, seatbelt on, music on, we're going to get from point A to point B, back to point A, and things are going to be fine. Sometimes things happen, though, which is unfortunate. And just to be in the car, like, my whole thought was, like, I got to make sure I play it safe so I can get my kid, you know, make sure my kid gets back home. He got school tomorrow. I got work tomorrow. We got to make sure we handle business, but we want to do this thing the right way. So it was just like, I pray for those people in the accidents, but I thank you, Lord, for preventing me from being in those situations too. Not to say that I'm better than anybody else, but I'm just grateful that we didn't have to experience that. And for those that did have to experience it, I pray that they're able to walk away from it and be able to see that they were protected, that they were blessed, that they were, although the situation was crazy, their current situation of them still being here to, to see it and witness it, and realize how far they come, that's a testimony within itself. So it's like all in how you view what you go through and what you do. And I think sometimes we we don't always view things the right way. I think when we become anxious or when we become worried, we worry about are the steps that we're taking the right steps? Are the plans that we have, are they the right plans? What are people gonna think about what I say? How are people gonna react to what I do? Are people concerned about that? I don't live for people's approval because if I do, then I'm always going to be a version of me that I'm not. And I have to be true to who I am. And people will either love that or hate that, but I know who put that into me. I know who gave me that, that gift, who gave me that skill set. So it all goes, the glory all goes to him anyway. So why should I worry about what man is trying to do to me? Or as Alex James would say, why would I stress about that? I can't. Not when I know that I'm on a path to victory, not in no braggadocious way, but just in a way of knowing that the person I serve has already achieved victory for me. So I got to be grateful for that. I should be thankful for that. I should be thankful for the fact that I have this life. I should be grateful for the fact that I, I the things that I never thought I would have, God blessed me in ways that I never thought imaginable. And so for me, it it makes sense to step back and be grateful for certain things. But maybe you're in a position right now where everything seemed dark. Every situation seems stressful. And every moment that you're that you're trying to live through makes you more frustrated, right? And it seems like no matter what you do, you're just trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. And it just doesn't work out. But I also want you to know that, like, sometimes right when you're ready to give up, that's when the breakthrough happens. And it's like, why am I enduring all this? Why am I going through all this? Why am I stressing so much? Like, why am I in this position? I'd have been through too much, so I might as well just give up and quit. And yet, the next step you take might be the breakthrough. It's like the person that is trying to pursue something. Maybe, maybe they're trying to start their YouTube channel or something like that. And they're too afraid to put it out there. And it's like, what if you just hit upload and just put it out there the person that's trying to you know trying to go for that promotion what if you just build their resume and submit it in any way what if you decided that you know I'm, I'm i'm in this position i've worked hard let me just see what i'm capable of doing be grateful that you've had these experiences that even allow you to be qualified to walk through doors that other people can't go through be thankful that you're qualified and you've been called to chase after your dreams to chase after your visions. 
to achieve the success that you want because it's been put into you to do it. That's that's what we need to be grateful about, man. And, and like, I get it. I get anxious. I get worried. I overthink things. I think about the what ifs. I put myself in these situations where I'm stressing myself out and I don't know what to do. Sometimes I just have to step back and go, man, the fact that my mind is working, the fact that I can see certain things, let me just be grateful for the fact that I'm able to think. So if I'm able to look at all these things, but I'm in a bad spot, do I have the power to turn it into something good? I, I truly believe you do. But it's all in how you view yourself. It's all in the value of what you see. So it's like, I want us to be grateful for the things that we have. And I know not every day is a great day. And sometimes your situations might be rough. But and if you're still breathing, you're still living, like, be grateful for the fact that, like, maybe you have a running car. Maybe you don't have a car at all, but you can walk. Maybe you're wheelchair bound, but you're wheelchair moving. You know what I'm saying? This is, matter of fact, that made me think of something. I remember one time, and this is all about being, it's all about perspective. Perspective is key when you see things in life. And when you're trying to analyze who you are and what's valuable to you or what's important to you, it's always important to take a step back and look at your situations and other people's situations and still be thankful for what you have because it can always be worse. I remember years ago, I was coming home from work. It was a terrible thunderstorm, man. And cars were backed up, and I just wanted to get home. I'm tired. It's raining heavy. It's it's like the vision is all blurred, and I'm hungry, and I'm just like, man, this is ridiculous. The storm is happening. It shouldn't be happening. And I look out my window. Mind you, where I'm driving is kind of like a steep hill, so I got to go up this hill to get to my main street to keep going. But when I look out my window, I see this man in a wheelchair who's going up the hill in the thunderstorm. No type of like raincoat, no umbrella, no nothing. But yet he's on a mission to get to where he need to get. Now, anybody, I mean, he could have easily just been like, I'm not doing this. But he didn't let any situation deter him from getting to where he needed to go. He didn't let the storm. He didn't let the storm stop him from reaching his destination. So how can you not be grateful for the situation you in? I'm in a car with a roof and, and windshield wipers. He's outside, but yet he's making more progress than me because I'm the one complaining. Maybe I should be grateful for the fact that I'm able to, to drive and get home. And yet he's grateful that he's still mobile enough to get to where he needs to go. Changed my whole perspective. And the key, he made it through the storm. Be grateful for the storm you're in because you know at the end the sunshine is coming out. The sunshine is going to dry up all that, all that mess that you went through, all the tears that you cried, all the pain that you felt. It wasn't for nothing. It, it was it was meant for something. It was meant to build you. It was meant to mold you. It was never meant to destroy you. It's never meant to destroy you. It's always meant for a bigger purpose. So you do not let your current situation dictate to you what your future may be. Be grateful for the fact that you're able to face these storms because you know one day when that sun shines, you're going to be ready to embrace it all. So weather the storm and keep shining. And then my task for you, be grateful. I know 
you might not like the current situation that you're in. And you may not be happy about everything that you've accomplished up to this point, but you still got a chance. You awake. You got you got breath in your lungs. You still have a chance. Your current situation may be rough, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be your permanent situation. You still got a chance. Be grateful for those things. Be grateful for even the small things that you have. If you got enough to buy a value meal, be grateful that you can go in and eat. If you got a, a nut, like maybe you ain't got enough to get the food, but you got enough to get a beverage and just take a nap or whatever, like be grateful for that too. That's, that's beverage and rest. Like let's look at it from a different standpoint. Let's not look at it in a negative way because we don't need to live negative lives when we are filled with positivity, when we are filled with joy and peace and we're filled with dreams and aspirations and things that we've been blessed with to go after that's what we should be grateful for and i know that not every situation is a great situation but with each day you get and with each step you take forward be grateful for the fact that you're getting closer to where god wants you to be and that is one of the best feelings and one of the most grateful things that you can ever accomplish so be grateful be thankful and stay blessed. And as always, remember, I believe in you, all right? So go believe in yourself. Once again, it's the Overthinking Thoughts Pod. I'm Ed. We out. These thoughts have been my head. Things I never did. I took some meals, but I'm still here. Got these thoughts up in my head. I toss and turn about some things I never said. I got regrets about some things I never did. I took some risks and took some L's, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And I know. And I know.